0: trying to figure out if I need to jailbreak this 3DS because all the videos I've seen have to like friend some random dude on the internet I'm like why are y'all friending this random person on the internet have you seen any of those videos I like
1: this is your top priority how do I hack this DS love it let's do this Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ cast. Today is Thursday, March 23rd, 2023, and we're your hosts, Sonda Pott and Raul Torres. Say, Where's Zachary?
0: Donde Where está Zacharia?
1: S. How do you say working?
0: Trabajo, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this, dear listener, is Quest 289. What forgotten films should you rewatch? really we had a we had a bunch of topics what made you pick this one why were you like you know what i want to talk about old dead movies
0: because i feel like this one is actually the hardest
1: one to come up with and those are more fun oh jesus all right so
0: (laughs) the listicles are just going down listicles that
1: we cheat i know it's a terrible podcast (laughs) we're bad at it Eh. (laughs) yeah but i think what we're really good at is being bad at it oh yeah and by bad they mean it's good and to shake your booty is to wiggle one's butt. I'll permit me to demonstrate. Is that
0: a Simpsons reference? Yeah, it is. <laughs> like a <terrible>
1: Simpsons reference. <laughs> All right, dude. Yeah, I got a handful of films listed here. I've rewatched some of them, uh, you know, in the last year or two. But there was one I just rewatched with my friends. And oh my God, man, this movie is so fucking good and so fucking funny that this is what inspired me to create this little list. So, okay. um, this isn't going to be my standard, you know, Tom's favorite movies. Go watch Gattaca, blah, blah, blah. No, this is like some weird <laughs> shit, or at least more obscure shit. So really, I'm going to kick us off with Shane Black's The Nice Guys. The Nice Guys. What is it?
0: I don't remember this one at all.
1: It is a buddy cop movie, but they're not cops. It's two private investigators. It's um, it's 2016. It's with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe. And dude, you would not believe how f- Fucking funny. Ryan Gosling is in this movie. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah, there's uh like a girl goes missing and so they're trying to find her and it's the classic they become unlikely allies and Russell Crowe is the serious gruff one and Ryan Gosling is just constantly drunk. Like they both mm-hmm. have like they're majorly flawed characters. This is written by Shane Black, right? They're majorly flawed okay. depressed characters. Ryan Gosling is so goddamn fucking hilarious in this movie. Like I can't words <laughs> cannot describe it. So, um, if you have not seen The Nice Guys, I cannot recommend it enough. You, a couple of us were rewatching it when we watched it, and then two of them had never seen it before, and one of the guys, who's, like, a really smart, really sharp guy, just kept looking at us Mm -hmm. going, oh my fucking god, really? Like, he he was just (laughs) having so much fun with it. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking great film, dude. Okay. What's, what's the last Gosling movie or Crow movie that you were into?
0: I don't remember... Let me see. What movies has he been in? Because I'm pretty sure I saw, like, a lot of really ridiculous movies with him. La La Land? No, no, no. We, there, there was some other one. Oh, it had a really dumb name. I wanted, like, Velvet Chainsaw or something like that. I could have swore that that was, was... Was that him in it?
1: Uh, I'm or looking through his else. filmography, and I don't see Velvet Chainsaw. No,
0: maybe not. Okay, He's, he's going to be a,
1: Ken in your Barbie movie.
0: I'll definitely see that one. Maybe I'm, thinking of some, I'm thinking of the other dude. I mean, it can't be Drive. I mean, I know I've seen La La La. He is in Drive. Yeah. Okay.
1: He's in Drive, and my God, that's another really fucking good movie. He's in Drive I mean, as the driver. <laughs> the driver. <laughs> uh, he was great in Twenty Forty Nine. I I don't like. I'm not wholly familiar with uh, Gosling's filmography, but I've seen a bunch of stuff, and I've never seen him be bad. So yeah. Wow, he has a shitload of movies under his belt, actually. Wow.
0: The Gray Man. Yeah. What the that Notebook. Even...
1: One of the classic memes. What do you want? Okay.
0: All and right, really, your turn. Okay. I, I don't. I think this will. Ca- okay, like criteria is also always flaky and weird. Forgotten? Or is is that also underrated? Or is it maybe under the radar? Oh sure. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with one that that you know of, but I've I've never seen it pick up as much traction as I, I thought it would. And that's gonna be Moon.
1: Oh yeah, that's... dude, it's good flick. Uh,
0: the Duncan Jones flick in space about dude, bro, who's just working on the moon, and it's one of those right. I, you can't really talk about it without giving too much away. Yeah, without spoiling it. Um, but yeah, it's it's really really good. A uh, good sci-fi flick, and just amazed at why it didn't get a lot of traction. I don't
1: know. It's I is mean, it? It's a fairly low budget, high concept sci-fi movie. Those don't often get a lot of attraction.
0: Yeah. So, um, when was the last time you saw
1: Moon? Oh, fuck. I only saw it one time. Uh, I, I was living in this house, so, like, it's gotta be within the last five years. When did it come out?
0: (laughs) You really wanna know? Are you sure you can handle this? (laughs) There's
1: no way. It's ten years ago.
0: 2009?
1: What? No fucking way. Really?
0: That's, that's what it said here. Wow, I didn't watch watch it for a long time then. (laughs) (laughs) Google, don't fail me now.
1: Yeah, 2009. Wow, holy shit. Was that uh, Duncan Jones' first movie?
0: Ugh. Um, I have no idea. Let's ask the, the thingy thing. I mean, there is short films, so I'm I'm going to say yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess he did that before the Warcraft movie, and that was a long time ago. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it feels like yesterday. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, good flick. It's it's under uh, like so many movies. It's uh, that have to be recontextualized in the modern era. It has, you know, that, um, uh, what's the right way to phrase this? It has Kevin Spacey in it. <laughs> so as only his voice, <laughs> only his voice, but that definitely, you know, kind of retroactively taints some stuff. Um,
0: uh, I mean, it's, it's so, I give his stuff a free pass to some extent because he's just did a lot of good stuff and it sucks. I can't just say no to it. Um i mean that that's like giving away baby driver i don't want to give away baby driver
1: well yeah i mean i'm i'm not gonna list off all of edgar wright's filmography in this uh in this (laughs) podcast but yeah no baby (laughs) driver's fucking awesome um and everyone should see it and yeah it has kevin spacey talking about being really impressed by a kid's balls so that's you know topical (laughs) but um oh man that movie's fucking kick ass yeah moon i know we can't we really can't talk about that spoiling it um On the flip side, it is a 14-year-old film now, so I suppose we could spoil it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I
0: I mean, why why not? I mean, it's... it's, I mean, how much... I mean, it's... He's a clone! Yeah, I was just saying, that's it. But I I think it's one of those things where, like, if you've been into sci-fi stuff for a while, it's not that big of a twist. But who knows? Yeah,
1: it's not... One of the things I like about Moon is that it's not about the twist right? Like, the because twist is he, important, you, but it's he not... He figures out like,
0: halfway through the movie, I think?
1: Yeah, something like that, right? Yeah. So it's not this, you know, it's not the fight crumb grand reveal It re-does the, like, no, 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 like, it's about this guy's isolation. It's about what he's going through. And then there is a twist. And then it's, the second half of the movie is him dealing with that. Uh, and then it gets even slightly more fucked up at the end when you find out there's a whole army of these motherfuckers and they never actually get to go home and he escapes. It's great.
0: Hey, good for him. Yep.
1: Uh, good flick, good flick. Okay, uh, moving on. So another movie that um, I actually, I have not rewatched recently, and I really want to, and people seem to like forget that it exists and forget what it was. Um, I know I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but there's a new TMNT movie coming out. We just watched the trailer. But the original, uh, what year was it? 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that was an independent film. It had Jim Henson's Creature Shop. It was really dark compared to every other Ninja Turtles thing that came after it. Um, it's, I remember being a good fucking flick. And I actually want to rewatch it. What's uh, what's your history with the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles?
0: Oh, I, I know it. I love it to the extent of, like, is it really forgotten?
1: Yeah. Who, when when Two, was the last time anyone watched that fucking movie?
0: Well, I mean, it's from the 1990s, so I'll give it that of that. But, like, box office, 200. 200- Two million dollars.
1: That's because at the time it was the most successful independent film of all time because no one wanted to make it.
0: Yeah, but like the Ninja Turtles were a craze for a moment in time, right? It was the thing. But all all the toys, Fine. all the
1: stuff. Fine. It's not forgotten, okay? Take it off list.
0: Strike it from <laughs> the list. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I it's 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 well aware of. People know about it. I mean, it's like I see random memes about it every now and then of like, oh hey, you can totally see this dude's like head inside Michelangelo's mouth while they're moving stuff. Just I don't know. Maybe it's the people that I follow, but like, it's still there. It's it is it is a an amazing feat of a film that. How did this even get made?
1: I mean, it's coming up on a quarter of a century old. So that's why I kind of file it under forgotten. I don't think any kids in this day and age have seen this fucking movie.
0: See, in 1990, the film was released and reached number four in the home video market.
1: Woo, VHS. All right, fine strike it from the record really back to you what's a, a forgotten <laughs> movie
0: um okay so i've i've i'm gonna go out on a limb here um because again like one of those films that didn't get a lot of traction i think i heard a lot of people excited about it when it came out but i've never heard anyone talk about it again uh 2018 game night oh i saw that it was really really good and then it just kind of fell off the face of the earth i don't, I don't know if it's just one of those things where like it's, it's it's definitely gimmicky, 100% gimmicky, um, but the gimmick of like, oh, hey, like, we thought we were playing a game, but we're actually in the middle of something serious. Um, it's almost like the inverse of the game, almost. Um, I don't know. It just, it just, it just, I thought it was amazing. I really enjoyed it.
1: <laughs> I, mean, I wouldn't say it's and, amazing. And, uh, it's starring Jason Bateman, and who's, who's the female lead? Is it Tina Fey? No, not Tina Fey. Rachel McAdams? Oh, okay. Yeah, there maybe? you go. Sounds about right. Oh god, she's gorgeous. Um, yeah, no, I it it was definitely a fun movie. Uh, definitely enjoyed the movie. But I mean, one, it's uh, twenty sixteen. It's like not that old, so I don't know if that's hidden gem more than forgotten film. I'll um, give
0: you that. I'll give you that. That's, yeah. It was it was a risky it was a risky play.
1: No, I mean it it was good. It was a good flick. I definitely enjoyed it. It didn't stick with me though. I it wouldn't make it wouldn't make my list. But I'll uh I'll I'll allow it. Okay, I don't I don't have anything to add about it. it was it was fun, and I don't know that the concept had quite been done before, especially in the context of comedy, which did was great when they're like posing with the guns and stupid shit like that. yeah, yeah, yeah that was fun. That's all I got, okay, um, okay. I had watched this movie a little while back, and I could not believe how awesome it was. This flick. Everyone used to know about it. It had a sequel that was written by my freaking writing staff that I hate, including Alex Kurtzman. So everyone immediately, the Mm -hmm. the franchise immediately died, went on ice, no one cared about it. But this first film, I rewatched it. Dude, the action set pieces and the choreography are so good. And the plot is actually pretty good and pretty tight as well. Really, it's about a fox. Is this fox fantastic? No, it's not Le Fox de Fantastique.
0: <laughs> I I don't know.
1: He wears a mask. The mask. Zorro? Oh, yes. See, si, Señora Alvutores. Okay. The mask of Zorro, dude, with Antonio Banderas, um, Catherine Zeta Jones, and I can see his face. God damn it, he's awesome. What's his name? Fuck. I have no idea. Plays Hannibal. Mads Mickelson? Oh god, I hate you so much. <laughs> that wow, other dude is so embarrassing. Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Jesus. Coven Brain is a real thing. <laughs> dude, Mascazoro is fucking fantastic. It really is fantastic. Because like they don't have any CG to lean on. So all of the action set pieces are amazing. Like the stunts when they're riding on horses are, are real and they're jumping around. It is a ridiculously good movie. And mm-hmm. Banderas and Hopkins Uh, Are just fantastic in their roles, and they really make you feel for them. It's fucking awesome. Like I know that sounds weird, but like I put it on, and I in the background, I was like, "Oh, let's put it on the background." And I could not stop watching it. I was enthralled. It's fucking fantastic. Okay. When was the last time you saw this movie? (sighs)
0: forever ago. That is what I call forgotten. This. Nineteen ninety-eight. Okay. Um. I. I. I remember them fighting on top of a train. That was a thing, right?
1: I, I think so. Well, they fight on a mine. They fight on horses. They fight in stables. 1998. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, this, this movie holds up. It's, it's absolutely fucking fantastic.
0: Okay. No, no, I, I remember watching it a long time ago and enjoying it. So.
1: Yeah, h- highly recommend. It is. Again, I could not believe how awesome it was. I was like, God damn, this movie kicks ass. So, uh, yeah, 1998, The Mask of Zorro, absolutely forgotten film you should go back and watch. Boom, bitch, that's how we do it around here, Ruli. Really. Top that, motherfucker. Um, I'm struggling because I don't know
0: if stuff that I I like and remember is considered forgotten or not. Hey, um, so, kind of random one that I saw here. What was that list that I was just looking to relative stuff? Um, would you consider the mummy forgotten? Because I feel like there's just been like this, like, there's there's two camps of like the the Brendan Fraser redemption story. There was the camp of like, hey yeah, stuff like the Mummy was real fun, and the other camp of like, I still watch the Mummy at least once a year. What are you talking about? He never left my home. <laughs> um, so it's been interesting seeing kind of those two conversations kind of happen at the same time. And I, I think I think for a while we were team. The Mummy's a fun show to just, or movie to just put on every now and then. So it never, it's never forgotten in my home, but apparently there are some people that don't watch that movie as frequently as as me and other people did. So um, when's the last time you saw that The, the Mummy?
1: Oh, dude, I don't even know. Um, I was somewhere, I think maybe it was when I was visiting Boston, New York at one night. Uh, you know, the lady friend and I got back to the hotel room and I think she put that on in the background. And so I watched like the back half of The Mummy too. <laughs> which is not that impressive but i cannot tell you the last time i saw that movie i know people who love it just fucking love it i never had that level of fondness for the first mummy i think the second one definitely degraded in quality as oh yeah many, no many significantly
0: I, I would say that wouldn't just doesn't exist <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go but dude i can't tell you the last time i saw the mummy don't know no
0: oh. Well, I guess that is that is uh, there are people who have forgotten it slash haven't seen it in a long, long time. So there you go.
1: Yeah, there you go. Maybe. I don't know, man. Friend of Fraser just won an Oscar. <laughs> that movie's not forgotten.
0: <laughs> I, I mean for a while he was he dropped off the face of the earth. Like what's what, what was the gap between his
1: movies? Oh god, I don't know. Yeah.
0: I, I wanna say at least a decade.
1: Him and Kihu Kwan, man, they both went into retirement and came back out and won Oscars the same years. Fuck yeah, dude.
0: Let's see. I guess he did a lot of like TV stuff because I see a bunch of stuff here. So maybe he didn't drop off yeah, the face right. of the earth. Anyways, I'm I'm just not going to go look through this list anymore because there's just too many things here. All right, go for it. All
1: right. So the next one I want to say is, and again, I know I've mentioned that I rewatched this on the cast kind of thing, but the Guy Ritchie filmography starts out real strong and then is hit and miss at best as he goes on because he really kind of just becomes a pretty standard Hollywood director, I feel, in this day and age. Where, like, the Sherlock Holmes movies still had style, but, like, his King Arthur was fucking awful, and his Robin Hood was fucking awful. So if you go all the way back to the start of his filmography, first one, Locked, Stocked, and Two Smoking Barrels. I still think that might be his best flick. Snatch, maybe, but I need to rewatch it. But no one talks about Locked, Stocked, and when I rewatched that, again, I just loved every minute of it. And the soundtrack is such a banger, and the characters are so simple, but still so distinct- and memorable it's that's the whole cast including like the ensemble ancillary cast it's just a really fucking good movie <laughs> what's your relationship with um guy Ritchie films
0: um i will honestly say i can't recall seeing very many of them so um yeah not not uh, not in my wheelhouse but also know that a lot of folks like him and like I, i've heard a lot of good things about lockstock um have you ever I, seen it? It's I I I'm pretty sure I have not because because he's all a lot of, most of the stuff he's like all like the British kind of like gangster style movies right? Uh, th-
1: that's how he started. Yes, and then it I, heisty so.
0: type stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I I just but i I honestly have not really gotten in any of those.
1: So. Yeah, I, I highly recommend. It. It's also I believe that's Jason Statham's uh, silver screen debut. Oh, Wow. Yeah, man, highly. Highly recommend locked, stocked, and two smoking barrels. I do need to rewatch Snatch and see what I think of that. All right, Ruli, back to you. Okay. Um,
0: I haven't actually seen this movie intentionally. It's been on in the background randomly here and there. Um, but the fact that there are certain names attached to it just boggles my mind. Um, have you ever heard of the B movie? <laughs>
1: Oh dear Christ. I have heard of it and I've never watched it.
0: It's it's the the CGI movie of uh, produced by DreamWorks. Uh lead lead character is Jerry Seinfeld. Just just that in itself is just like incredibly ridiculous and amazing. Um It was just one of those ones where my my kiddos just kind of stumbled on it because they're looking for some random movie, and a movie about a bee just seems interesting. So um it's also one of those movies where, like, I've, like, from the side just watching it, I have no idea what's going on because, like, I guess the, the people talk to the bees and the bees talk. Like, I, it's, it's, I don't, I have no idea what level of suspension of disbelief I have to watch that movie because I haven't seen the whole thing. But every time I look at it, it's like, like, kind of fever dream type thing of like, what is even going on here? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Um, so, yeah, something about insect laws and court. I have no idea. The I, the kids I have just no idea and... what the fuck you are talking about. <laughs> exactly. Chris Rock is in it. Who else? I don't see other names that kind of stick out. I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's Wait, just. Was ridiculous. this the one that was like
1: filmed in, in green screen, but then turned into CG? So the actors were really moving around the sets, but then you don't actually ever see that or some, something? Am I just totally wrong?
0: I don't think so.
1: I don't fucking know.
0: But, anyways. Jerry Seinfeld was attached to it, and I don't know if it's good or not, but it's it's definitely like I remember like seeing in the background. I'm like, oh wow, this this is the thing that happened at some point in what year was this?
1: So wait, so wait, 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 wait! You're bringing it up as you know films you should rewatch, and you don't even remember it.
0: <laughs> well, no, I, I've never even seen it. I just hey, okay, we said forgotten, so I'm sure a lot of people forgot that forgotten that
1: you should rewatch. It's a very important <laughs> suffix
0: i can only go halfway on some of these so
1: there's only like two criteria that it's forgotten and you should rewatch it you're halfway there
0: well, t- well i haven't seen it so i mean like i said i've seen it in passing have you seen it
1: no i told you i haven't fucking seen b movie
0: maybe, maybe you should watch it and then 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 maybe you can rewatch it just watch it twice
1: did uh did you watch um rowan atkinson's little uh pandemic mini tv show man versus b
0: i have no idea what you're talking about
1: uh, so Roan atkinson for net that's mr bean for netflix made a little mini series called man versus b you're talking about b movie and i actually mm-hmm. hear it's very funny but i haven't watched it i kind of want to hmm.
0: I, I i've i don't know i've never liked the mr bean dude he just annoys me
1: Ah, uh, dude he's he's i mean that character maybe but like he is a very funny comedic actor oh, all right moving on So, uh, again, I know I've mentioned this film in the past, but it is so unique and visually striking. So Ridley Scott is a really interesting director. You could argue he's both like the best of his generation, (laughs) maybe one of the worst because he has amazing highs and amazing lows. (laughs) But visually, he's always, almost always very striking. And so he made a fantasy movie starring Tom Cruise in the 1980s. had Tim Curry as the devil. What movie could I be talking about? Legend. Fuck yeah. You'd be amazed how many people do not know about Legend or what it is. Um, Like my girlfriend is very into fantasy, loves D&D, loves crit roll, all that stuff. And she did not know about Legend. And I'm like, oh my God, we need to watch this. How have you never seen this? This is so up your alley. Um,
0: Uh, I mean, it's, I guess it just flew under the radar for a lot of stuff. But it's it's like again it's like it's one of those things where just like it's so good and like I guess like again like the people I follow on Twitter is Robert Curry right is that that's who played the devil dude?
1: Uh, Tim Curry, yes. Tim Curry. Oh my Tim god, Curry, there he's you go. yeah. unreal. The, the prosthetics are un fucking real on that that guy.
0: Yeah, because I guess like from like the horror circles perspective between like him like th- that and it like it just like those always kind of come up in like performances and like makeupy stuff. So, um. Yeah, no, I, I think that's definitely in the rewatch territory. Definitely Woo! in the nailed it. Definitely in the forgotten because it is kind of weird that it, it's like there but not there.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm trying to I, I I why would it be bad? I guess that that's the hard part. Why is it bad? I don't um, know. It
1: it is flawed in terms of some of its story. It actually has two cuts: a director's cut with a completely different soundtrack. Um. And there are definitely some like some story flaws. It's kind of overly simplistic. Uh, and the acting outside of Tim Curry is not necessarily great. Young Tom Cruise is still finding his wings uh literally and metaphorically. so yeah it it it's not perfect, but it is visually so creative and striking. and it is such a dark fairy tale uh that it is it is unique and great, but it absolutely has flaws,
0: yeah, okay.
1: All right, sir. Back to you.
0: Okay. Um again, it's it's like one of those like I I don't I like people that I follow and stuff like this movie, but uh okay, ra- random backstory of how I got to this one. Uh latest John Wick flick is uh coming out this week. I tomorrow. Think like, t- tomorrow. I believe. Um I don't know when, if I'll ever see it until it's on video. Who knows? Every, every day is a random day with children. Um, so they got me just like thinking about like action movies and stuff like that. And um, not his best film, but I think it's kind of where he kind of started to be a little bit more mainstream with American audiences is uh, Jackie Chan's Rumble in the Bronx.
1: Oh my God, I fucking love that. I was talking about the movie last night. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> De- yes.
0: Definitely definitely forgotten and i don't think it's forgotten not because it's it was bad but i think it as an introduction it's kind of this like there's so many better films but you have to kind of get over the just watch it with subtitles just, you'll, you'll be okay just watch it with subtitles kicking kicking people in the face translates well in any language you'll be fine no
1: the dub um, dude the dub <laughs> is like half the charm of that movie because the dub yeah. is pretty dubby, like, but it's, it's again, it's half the what fucking what charm. That,
0: well, that one, that one's all, all you, or English, I think. Like that, that I think that's his like first US release y- Yes, film? but if,
1: if I'm not mistaken, I think the term is overdubbing where they re-record their own voice.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So yes, it, like it's Jackie Chan speaking English, but then they re-record it. So the dub isn't perfect, but it's, so it's better yeah. audio quality and it, it's better pronunciation.
0: Yeah, so might be just calling myself on money wise well no 32 32 million box office that's not a lot but um it's a good flick and for a lot of the action stuff i think a lot of uh direction and style and kind of like the uh, the do your own stunts no cgi stuff definitely owes a lot to uh, a lot of the stuff that that Jackie Chan has done so uh, definitely worth a rewatch um it's a good kind of entry way to stuff if you've never seen any of the other martial art films and it's it's fun it's good
1: oh no dude i i love the movie again literally i went out to dinner last night with some friends uh we went to a uh miyazaki concert actually it was this string quartet that was doing miyazaki uh music it was really cool but afterwards at dinner i don't know why that movie came up but it did we were talking about movies and Mm -hmm. i was professing my love for rumble in the bronx and yeah i think it was jackie chan's breakout I mean, he had been in other movies here in the United States, including like I think Cannonball Run, might have been his first major one here. But that was his first, like, I'm the star movie in the United States, even though it'd been a huge mm-hmm. star in Hong Kong. Um, yeah, it's okay, it, it's two things, right? Like, one, I actually think genuinely it's a charming movie with a cute story, with actually like the acting is, is god-awful from the other characters. But like, <laughs> there's actually a, a little heartwarming story there with the the kid and the sister and uh, the, the gang. Like again, it's it's ridiculous. The, the acting is not great the gang is so over the top but then it turns <laughs> into again like it's actually like the it, bad it's guys funny aren't
0: the gang. it's funny because it, it does remind me about the gangs from teenage mutant ninja turtles yeah. it's like it's a caricature of gang life not anything even hear it at all
1: oh yeah and so like i'm not trying to say it's, it's good but it's i i would use the word charming it's actually an extremely charming story to me not not good mm-hmm. <laughs> but charming and Dude, the action set pieces in that are so fucking good. All the fights with Jackie Chan are so fucking good. The uh fight in the warehouse with the refrigerator and the shopping carts is so good. Um, you know, he uh him and the uh the fucking airship, what do you call that thing? Is so fucking good. Uh the motorcycle stunts are amazing. It's just it, it it's oh my god, all the action pieces are so good. Him getting his ass kicked by the glass bottles in the alleyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I love that movie, dude. I just fucking love that flick. It's so good.
0: It is good. So oh, I guess it dude. doesn't it doesn't count as forgotten. Definitely rewatchable, but maybe not forgotten. no. I think I think
1: for everybody else it's forgotten. You and I are fucking weird. <laughs> um, so I think for everybody else it's forgotten. I think that's a great, great movie to put on the list. Fucking fantastic. Hell, I if I can remember, that'll be the title card for this podcast because oh, love that flick. <laughs> All right, um, I got I got two more for us here. So the next one is also a ridley scott film now this movie came out and was supposed to be a big blockbuster and it didn't do very well and part of that was look i've talked to the podcast i'm really tired of three hour plus movies but this movie (laughs) the studio forced uh scott to cut nearly an hour out of the film and they cut out an entire very important plot about uh fucking spoilers at this point kids um about how, like, the queen actually had a son who was, uh, the king was a leper, and so the queen's son was showing signs of leprosy, so she, she literally, like, mercy kills her own son, or murders, really, is another thing. So, like, she goes insane, and that's a huge plot point, and it totally matters, and explains tons of character motivation, and they had to cut that out completely. So, what I'm trying to say here is, the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven is a fucking badass movie. It's about the Crusades, it's, uh, dark, but it's, like, oh, metaphorically dark but it's shot bright. it is a gorgeous flick dude it's starring orlando bloom and it might be his best acting role ever it is a fucking great movie
0: i don't think i've ever seen it
1: <laughs> yep kingdom but, but of but heaven that's a, it's, a, no one's that's seen it's
0: a it. stunning endorsement
1: it's it's ridiculously fucking good it's it's super well made it's visually amazing some of the battle scenes are incredible. Like, they will rival, like, the, the siege of, of Jerusalem at the end, like, will rival, mm. like, Lord of the Rings for you to some extent. Um, It's it's so good. And it really didn't do well. And I I liked it when I first saw it, but I didn't love it. And then my brother, being the movie buff, was like, dude, watch the director's cut. And I was like, oh, God, it's so fucking long. But it was so fucking good. Like, you really need to watch the director's yeah. cut of that film. It
0: was... 2005 i'm trying to remember like there was like a um and this might have been like just because of lord of the rings but like there was this like two to five year period where like folks tried really hard to like make kind of like the medieval style stuff happen. like yeah I've, i vaguely remember there was like a robin hood movie within the past decade and yeah other that like was also a ridley scott like movie with
1: russell crowe it was bad i watch that <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think just getting burned off of those movies kind of makes me super hesitant to watch any of these. Um,
1: Yeah, that's why Kingdom of Heaven, specifically the director's cut, is legit, is a movie I do recommend people check out.
0: Okay. I I will add that to the list.
1: All right, sir, back to you.
0: Okay, so um, I went to – okay, this this is the other one. You get get to hear the, the, the magic behind the scenes. I was going down the list of the last popular or I guess the last Oscar winners and just see if there's anything that I liked that I also haven't heard anything about in a while, but also would be something I would recommend. So um definitely kills a lot of them. But did you ever see um the Michael Keaton film Birdman?
1: No, I never did. I always meant to, though. But I never did. Here's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um it's one of those films where like just from like a technical perspective, it's, it's like a one take film where it just like the camera just keeps going and going and going yep. and you think it's, you think it's going to stop and it just keeps going and going for the entire movie. I think there's like one little part where it's just like a night to day transition and they just kind of, I'll, I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt where they kind of cheat and just the camera stays there. and They do the kind of like night to day stuff, but like, like it's, it's all one shot the whole way through, obviously with like tons of CGI and stuff to kind of make that stuff happen. Um, so just like the fact that it's that's happening is, you know, super incredible and ridiculous and amazing. Um yeah, I, I vaguely remember all the really I'm looking at the trailer right now and seeing all this other silly stuff about like the Birdman superhero he is and all his daydreams and hallucinations or whatever you want to call them and, and throughout the film. Um it's a ridiculous movie. So yeah, it won what Best Picture for what year was this?
1: Did it win Best Picture, really?
0: I think so, yeah. Twenty fourteen. Wow! wow. Is it when it? I may be wrong. Even if it didn't, it's whatever this IMDb list is telling me. <laughs> it's still worth checking out.
1: All right, awesome. That's uh, Michael Keaton and Edward Norton, and I forget who else.
0: A bunch of people. Yeah. So many people.
1: All right, dude. So my my final movie. I've mentioned this on the podcast before. We've been doing this for nearly ten years. No shit. But. <laughs> it is a christmas movie that no one knows exists like literally i've never met anyone who knew and i mean that anyone <laughs> who knew what this was when i mentioned it it is a made for tv christmas movie it is fucking toy story ripped this off 100 percent. it is jim henson's the christmas toy i fucking love that movie it is a Muppet version, but no, none of the actual Muppet characters, the Muppet version of Toy Story, because they 100% ripped it off, where the main character is Rugby Tiger, and he wants to be the favorite Christmas toy. It's actually dark, because when, if the humans find a toy out of place, they are frozen forever, so like, they literally die, it actually has some dark shit, there's the toy, the toy, uh, burial ground, like, you know, pile in the yeah. corner of the room. It is so fucking good. And no one knows this fucking thing exists. It is a crime that no one knows about <laughs> Jim Henson's The Christmas Toy. Yeah,
0: no, I I, I remember you mentioning this in the past. Um, never seen it. Maybe might use kiddos as an excuse to see it, because that's the only way I can see movies these days. So uh maybe this holiday season I'll, I'll give it a chance but yeah like you know you've, you've mentioned a couple i i now that you explained the plot i remember hearing about that i just i just even when you're saying it, i'm like what movie is he talking about i don't even remember
1: <laughs> yeah dude I, I it's just it's a great flick and actually i would love to know if you try to show that to your kids if they just immediately get bored and check out or if they enjoy it because it's got songs it's got the muppets it's it's fucking great all right really take us home last one for you sir um, Remember, there's two criteria, you a hole, <laughs> forgotten, <laughs> and you should want to watch it.
0: Forgotten, and you should want to watch it. Oh, because it, it's hard for me to tell if these have been forgotten or not. um
1: Pick one, do it. I'm. Is Snowpiercer? Does that count? Oh, dude, I was talking about that yesterday too. on On the way home from that that dinner. Oh man, <laughs> it's a good film. Jun Bong Ho, who went on to win I... a fucking Oscar for Parasite, starring uh, uh, fucking Chris Evans and Tilda Swinton and Ed Harris.
0: But but is it is it forgotten though? Like they they have a TV show on TNT. I think it was canceled. Do they really is it canceled? Yeah, you didn't know about that? No. Well, this explains why they probably canceled it because no one ever said three seasons. Did it get canceled? Just tell me if it got canceled or not. You know what? Let's just let's just assume it's still going and it's alive and well. Nothing gets canceled ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so then, does it count?
0: <laughs> no. I, well, I mean, I don't know. does it count. It's oh, COVID outbreak. Maybe. I don't. I don't know. Like, like it's it's a good film. Definitely worth the rewatch. Um. Wasn't this like a the uh, yeah? It was a graphic novel first. The movie was good. It's it's one of those ones where like I know you've talked about it like from like a cinematography perspective because isn't it like it only pans from like left to right the entire film or some like ridiculous silly yeah, rules to, like to that to show you
1: the momentum of the train? I think so. I think yeah. So. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of like like it's it's the the, the plot silly really silly post-apocalyptic nonsense and fun at the same time oh yeah it's all about Um, you know
1: anti-classism and what have you um it is a you know very over the top high concept but there's so many memorable scenes in it like there are just so many scenes that are like okay i that is that was good um yeah it's just full of memorable moments
0: memorable yes but I, i guess also but but from the um nothing's ever kind of like tried to like do anything similar. And I guess it's like the movie is so niche that it just like, I guess like can't never do any other train movies again. Can't <laughs> think that that murder on the Orient Express is going to try to do any of the stuff that it, they they did. Um, but you know what I mean? It's just, it's just like, is a movie considered that's good? Is it considered forgotten if there's no like tendrils reaching out and influencing other movies? Because I can't think of anything in this as kind of like influenced or touched. You know what I mean?
1: Eh, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it, I'm going to give you it's credit a stretch. on this one.
0: It's a stretch. I'm trying.
1: Alex, <laughs> <laughs> like that much. just pretty good. All right, Ruli. Well, uh, there you go. Those were our top <laughs> two criteria of forgotten films that you should rewatch. <laughs> okay. But before we get to the news, Ruli, we have to thank our sponsor for this evening. Who is our sponsor? After these messages, will be right
0: back guess we're gonna have to throw it at amazon imdb it's it's what i use all the time to answer all these questions about when a movie was made and who is in it wait and amazon like it owns the,
1: imdb or you just watch the movies on amazon
0: no amazon owns imdb where have you been the last like re- oh my fuck oh. Where, have you, where have you been the last like 30 years
1: hail to our corporate overlords <laughs> thank you jeff bezos
0: you, you know that they own like comiXology and audible too right basically i know own audible they they own Audible Audi- right? You know yeah, that, right? they own
1: Audible. They, they, okay. They've owned that for a long time.
0: Yeah. Which I everything. did. I did
1: recently turn back on my Audible account, and thankfully they do persist your history. So the you know dozens of audiobooks I bought a decade ago, I still have access to. So
0: all right, fair enough. Oh, and and you don't have to like have a you don't have to have a subscription to listen to them. You already bought them with your credit. Yeah, exactly. And stuff. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. All right, well, Ruli, really, let's get to the news.
0: News.
1: Good news, everyone. Great news, everyone. Bad news, everyone. Uh-oh. I don't like the sound of that. You all. Oh, Jesus. So the, the tech apocalypse continues, man. Uh, meta to lay off 10,000 more jobs. I don't actually know if that actually happened. And then um, one of our very close friends works at Indeed. Indeed just had a 15% staff layoff of, I think, of 2,000. Uh, fortunately, our friends oh, survived. Wow, that, but was,
0: that was just yesterday. Wow, crazy. That was.
1: That was. Dude, it's... I... It's crazy because everyone I know is still recruiting. You know, everyone I know who's lost their job, which now is a couple of people, have found new jobs relatively quickly. So it's just, it's really been interesting to watch kind of the tech titans kind of shed some of the weight they put on during the pandemic. I guess that's a pretty good pun for it.
0: Yeah. Um, It's really hard to gauge anything in the market these days because there's still like significant profit margin going around so oh, don't start on
1: oil companies let's not yeah, do that so from,
0: from a realignment perspective it's kind of like what are they doing so um like a good example like is a good one would be like the comiXology one right just like i know amazon part of part of their layoffs a lot of bunch of a bunch of people go from like that department and i'm like people buy comics still they pay for them that seems like an area that you wouldn't really want to trim as much right um, going back specifically like the Amazon one, I think the other big cuts were like the um, the the little robot listener that that follows you around your room, like like they they let go of that pe- like people on that project, but that was Alexa? also because it wasn't. Yeah, no, but the the one with wheels, what's it called? Oh
1: Jesus, what? I don't even know what the fuck that is, dude.
0: Okay, let me see what it is. Astro, the home robot. It's like Alexa with wheels.
1: Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Well, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of other cuts like on on the uh the software side, tech side, where it's like this that that project cuz like no one's really buying them cuz no one wants to drop $2000 on a little computer that follows you to the
1: toilet and takes pictures of you. So, well, when you put it that way, I can't <laughs> imagine why not. <laughs> why don't we make that our fucking sponsor?
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, honestly I don't know, but like I guess the other thing too is just like kind of silver lining perspective um which it's always hard to have a silver lining when people are losing their jobs. It sucks. But like, it's still like, I think a lot of the tech companies are still been net positive because I want to say maybe a year to two years ago, there was this massive hiring spray because just so many folks were kind of on that kind of like, what was it? The black swan event of everyone just being online just because, covid did what covid did yeah. so so like there's just like demand everywhere just went through the roof so many things kind of change from their perspective like you know supply chains just everything random like so many side effects so like like with all that going on it's it's still been mostly net positive from adding folks to like certain organizations so i still think it kind of goes back to um i think one of the things i mentioned a while back was just like whenever they they inter- interviewed zuckerberg and it was basically like yeah, the, the the chart was going up into the right, and we weren't sure how long it was gonna go up into the right for, so we just kept powering for that. And then when it stopped going up into the right, we're like, "Oh no, what do we do?"
1: <laughs> oh, let's sigh. Yeah, well, the tech apocalypse. Oh, okay. I have. I think I only have one more news headline. What do you got over there?
0: Um, I'll just go with what I was talking about. Earlier. Here. uh the nintendo eStore is shutting down for what the 3ds and the wii u
1: yes let's see when are they shutting down
0: i think it's the 27th yeah march 27th rare nintendo four 3DS days games to buy yeah it's uh it's always interesting that the the world that we live in now that's uh totally digital and once you know, a digital store closes, that's it. So can't wait until the Amazon store shuts down and I can't stream any of the movies that I bought there (laughs) over the past like four decades and it's probably going to be around for, who knows?
1: Steam will be much worse. Look, okay, I absolutely believe in game preservation. I think it's very important. And there are a lot of things on the eShop, especially small games that will be lost when they shut down. People are making their efforts to to download them or archive everything else. At the same time, I have to say a lot of people who... I think use. I think there are a lot of people who use game preservation as a shield for I want to pirate shit. So yeah. I really want all that stuff to be preserved from the eShop, even the little weird games, the one-offs. And I also, you know, to, to tangent onto it, I don't believe in a victimless crime. To me, a victimless crime is not a crime. So if there is no way, like literally on this earth, no way for you to give someone your money to, to get something like a video game then I don't consider it fucking piracy. It's fucking abandonware. So, yeah, all that shit that's going to disappear and go into the ether, not not like the ROMs of Super Metroid and Super Mario World, the other little games that are just gone, I think they should just be freely distributed. Yeah. Say what you will. Disagree with me if you want, but this is just my opinion. What's your take?
0: Um, It's, it's a gray space. People are going to do what they're going to do. I, I I have no opinion on that because <laughs> they're gonna do it anyways, right? It's just like whatever, however you see um, money going back to creators and supporting stuff like that. Um, it is what it is. But I will say, some people are willing to give all the money to Nintendo. Um, I, I I saw the story floating around that um, someone bought all of the content that you could possibly could. And I believe he spent around $13,000 worth of digital content purchases on the DS store and almost $10,000 worth of purchases on the Wii U store. So someone out there is uh, buying up all the things and um, good for them, I guess. <laughs>
1: Look, I have a lot of disposable income. I don't have enough disposable income to warrant that.
0: <laughs> it It's a thing. So more power to this person that did it. I mean... You're basically paying $20,000 for a whole bunch of news coverage on, like, Kotaku and a bunch of other places, so choose your investments wisely, but it, it, it did a thing, so he, he's that person, and we'll probably be known that person with SEO forever, so. <laughs> Fair Good enough. Good for him.
1: All um, right, well, uh, my last news item is something that I can't believe this didn't happen already, like, what the fuck? The first Lord of the Rings cards revealed for Magic the Gathering. That's right, there is a crossover between Magic the Gathering and uh, Lord of the Rings. I, how did that not happen sooner? License rights agreements, probably. Eh? Uh, yes, uh, but come on. Hello, money to be made.
0: Um, uh, I mean, the whole game is fantasy structure that probably has certain elements that are, like, direct homages to it anyways, and it's kind of like... Why do it if they have some like Gandoof the Great or something? You know, just, just totally just like knockoffs of it. Gandoof um, the
1: Great? That's great.
0: <laughs> um, cool, I guess.
1: I mean yeah, I think I think it's neat. I don't care. But <laughs> I just thought it was neat and I was like, wait, this hasn't happened yet? What the fuck? Uh,
0: I, I go back and forth of how much I wanna pay attention and get into Magic the Gathering. There's like there have been years where I'm like, I wanna learn this, I know people that play it, I'm gonna get good to play them wait, I gotta buy, like, a bunch of card packs? Like, this this is just, like, this is worse than all, like, the the game gambling to, like, get loot boxes. This is ridiculous. It's a loot box in IRL. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Um, and then I just completely ignore it for five years and then just get back on it again and be like, whoa, this is a cool game.
1: I know everyone loves Magic the Gathering. It is, like, the progenitor of so many, uh, uh, well, I guess those were TCGs, not CCGs. And, you know, I, I have worked on multiple of those, uh, things that came from that genesis i'm still working on one now i got nothing against it i just even as a kid like i remember as a kid getting the magic gathering starter box when it was brand fucking new and i i don't know i just never got into it um this is another one of those classic tom sucks things like it (laughs) great game i gets my endorsement two thumbs up and i'm just not gonna play it i mentioned i suck right
0: (laughs) uh speaking of games here's here's one where um Naming conventions are bad, and I don't know how things go from people or people knowing how to count. Who knows how to count? Um, the next era of Counter Strike begins this summer. Counter Strike oh, Two. Yeah, Counter
1: Strike
0: Two. I mean, I would. I thought CS:GO was Counter Strike Two, but I mean, who who knows how to count these days? Whatever. <laughs> um, so that 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 looks cool. I I'm, I'll I'll check it out if if it definitely plays well on the uh the Steam Deck. That'll that'll definitely be my jam for like. A week at least.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good solid six, maybe even seven days of of party time.
0: Hey, hey, that that is an eternity in the parenting world right now.
1: Hey, man, no, I I hear you loud and clear. You know, dude, we spent so much time playing Counter-Strike in high school, so much time. And now as uh, an adult, I just don't have the Twitch reflexes for FPSs. I don't, again, post-pandemic, I don't like sitting behind my fucking desk after office hours. So, <laughs> look, Counter-Strike had a great time with it. Really did. Fantastic game. Lost hours of my life to it. Probably weeks of my life to it. Cool. CS2's coming out. Go at it, kids. I, I'm i too old. I'm an old man. I'm an old fucking man. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right, Will? do really, well, you want to wrap I'll up with uh, a stuff. trailer? A trailer? Okay. Coming soon to a cinema near you. In a land that no, in a land in a time. No, I don't think so. In a land before time. Yep, yep, yep. Can I take a guess at what it is? Go ahead. Is is it the final trailer for the Super Mario movie?
1: no it's not but i'm happy to watch that
0: (laughs) i mean i don't i haven't seen it but i I doubt that it would add any other context to the movie but i mean it might be worth watching i'll I'll let you make the call
1: (laughs) well i only have one so i think we can warrant watching two okay all right let's go find a link
0: post it in the mumbles please
1: all right posted
0: all right what do we got here for realsies
1: <laughs> really tell your listener what we're about to watch
0: i'm like did i click the right link super mario brothers 1993 movie trailer
1: and we're gonna watch it in three two one play why
0: are we watching this i'm so confused when you said you wanted gonna... to
1: watch the super mario brothers movie trailer why is this not what you meant
0: the the final one for the new one coming out like in a week or two what the hell is that
1: there's a new mario movie coming out what
0: Ah, you're ridiculous, Tom.
1: Well, now we're watching it. I can't I can't not watch it.
0: They have plungers on the wall? Uh-huh. That's a thing. No, no, no. Don't touch it. No, no. It's not a big problem.
1: Just leave it Bob Hoskins was so awesome, dude. Luigi. <laughs> so, some fans have been trying to recreate this movie, like a director's cut, where they got, like, somehow they managed to find all the lost footage, and they're trying to actually, like, recreate it and create, like, a director's cut of it, like... That is more time than I will ever have in my life. And I just talked to you about how much time I spent playing Counter Strike.
0: I mean, like, what what possible lost footage could they have?
1: A lot, apparently. How do you know? I mean, th- this was how one of the biggest fight? train wreck behind the scenes. We should have talked about this in the train wreck behind the scenes movies. <laughs> yeah, That's uh, an amazing the, the two, CGI. like, brother sister combo who made this had done, like, Max Hedrum, and so then they made this, and, uh,. The studio hated them and the actors hated them and oh my god everyone hated everybody bob hoskins and john lukizamo were just drunk on set the whole time because they were like it was the only way we could cope with the stress it sucked the the script was rewritten multiple times while filming so that's why dennis hopper's character like just oscillates wildly between being sinister or weird or businessman the uh yoshi animatronic that we're seeing on screen right now was added in like as a last-minute addition because of Super Mario World, so it's why he doesn't really have any impact on the plot whatsoever.
0: Well, I never understood why he was even included, because it's just like, it's- it's not a cute little dinosaur thing, and the- and the interpretation of the Goombas too, everything's so confusing, nothing oh, makes sense. it's
1: so fucking weird. Do
0: you think there's gonna be any references to, uh... this movie in the new one?
1: No! Oh my god, no. Last
0: not not even, like-
1: Nintendo banned that shit.
0: Not even, like, any, like, in-between-the-line things? Nothing at all? Luigi,
1: Luigi. No. I'm so
0: confused by that foot placement. Is this the PG-13 movie?
1: I think it was PG-13, yeah. Okay. Prepare for the
0: invasion!
1: Man, this trailer is fucking bad.
0: <laughs> I, I still don't know anything that's going on, and I've seen this movie. That's what is going seen this movie? On.
1: Hey, at least they finally get their iconic jumpsuits at the very end of the movie. <laughs> oh, it's so bad so bad
0: so horrible horrible.
1: all right did you actually want to watch the super mario brothers final trailer
0: no no i was i was suggesting it i mean mean, that was my guess because i thought that's what you were going to (laughs) to supply but you did the bait and switch on me oh i do what
1: i can gotta troll someone
0: (laughs) so do we actually have a trailer or something you're looking forward to or no oh no we do hold on
1: i'm getting it so okay i'm not gonna go watch this movie but I'm wine, really <laughs> because all of the Walt Disney live-action remakes have been, my understanding a- is, mediocre at best. I haven't watched them.
0: Atrocious.
1: Yeah, but this made a stir uh, because of its racial casting, and so now everything it has,
0: does these days.
1: <laughs> yeah, so now it has my attention, and I want it to win. I want it to be good. I want it to be cool.
0: Oh, but it's not. How do you know so that? Do you
1: watched this trailer.
0: I've I've seen the one screen cap of the. The pinnacle scene of the movie that everyone refers to, and it looks like atrocious garbage. So well, you think that, that would be the scene that they wanted to live up to? And <laughs> they just, they just, it's, um, I, I've never, I've never seen the show. I've just seen the little, little trailers, whenever I passed by, but that nailed it Netflix show where the people just try to emulate the stuff online and they just do complete failures of it. I
1: have no it's, idea what it's, this is. This is like
0: the nailed it version of, of the movie.
1: Oh shit. Okay. Well, uh, Ruli, tell your listener what we're about to watch.
0: The Little Mermaid pipe official trailer. Go.
1: <laughs> Three, two, one, play. Oh, i so
0: Everything's so dark.
1: Yeah, but I'm a I'm a sucker for a ship lost at sea.
0: <laughs> it's so dark.
1: I should have put Master Commander on the list earlier because that is a great flick.
0: <laughs> oh, he's rescued. This person must have night vision. How can they even see Check
1: the code, Did she rescue him in the original? I don't remember the plot of the original movie.
0: I don't think, I'm pretty sure my girls have seen it, but I've just, again, it's in the background and
1: whatever. A man was drowning, I had to save him. This obsession with humans has to stop. Is that Harvey A. Uh, Bardem?
0: I have no idea. It
1: is. Harvey A. Bardem is the fucking king.
0: Don't. Don't do Poor it. Child. Don't
1: do I it. I can help you. You can't live in that world unless you become a human yourself. Is that even voice possible? Voice is Ursula. Oh, that's what I
0: live for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think Ursula's tendrils look cool as fuck.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Some things look good, but also oh, I don't know the hair the money shot.
1: Seems different. I can't quite figure it out. She got legs, you idiot. Sebastian's there, I'm good. (laughs) Wait, her bikini's no longer made of shells? Zero stars. I'm out.
0: That, that's that shot right <laughs> that's there. That's the shot. <laughs> yeah, it looks... To make us enemies. And basically everyone's like, it looks like a really bad green screen shot that's intentionally kept green for some reason.
1: Oh, you can do a shot of rocks and shoals. But okay. not, that was, you liked it. You know you liked it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, whatever. You, it looks you, fucking get points. fine. You,
0: you get points for trying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't look that good. Um, but I guess it's... um. If the target audience is kids, because like like this this is what I've noticed with at least the with with my kiddos, um, it still has the Disney vibes, but they are so like drowned with content that they have no real like connection to the original one. So I think it's like the weird folks that are like in their thirties and forties that like have an unhealthy obsession with Disney that are really complaining about it, and everyone else is still going to watch this stuff anyways. Well, the the
1: ultimate goal with kids' movies is to make something that parents can join their kids in watching, right? It's where Pixar was so successful. Because then you got the parents with the money that actually are going to take and engage with their children.
0: Wait, Pixar makes kids' movies? When did that happen?
1: I I don't know. I guess I'm lying. (laughs) But yeah, their, their remakes of the original animated films are like they're sitting on what should be gold mines. And they're trading on what everyone is trading on in this day and age, nostalgia. So if they can resurrect this old property and get new kids interested in it and use the parents as kind of the bridge, again, with the money, that's what they want to do. It's a really simple, straightforward fucking plan. And frankly, they haven't – they've seemed to have not connected with the ball on any of these live-action remakes.
0: Well, yeah, because it's just like the trademark of the Disney films was bright, colorful – you know imaginative worlds and hundred percent like the technical feats that they are doing with like the lion king where people like like refer to it as the live action lion king blows my mind that <laughs> that folks can like accept you know that it it's just the lion talking you know do they just had someone over they, they put peanut butter in his mouth is that mr ed reference too old uh they just put peanut butter <laughs> in the lion's mouth and it looks like he's talking um you know, it's it's incredible. Like I've I've seen some of the like um, uh, totally. You you get the parenting stories because it's fun. Um, <laughs> no. So what I'll do with my daughter every now and then, she'll get freaked out with stuff, or and she'll you'll get put sad. peanut butter in her mouth. <laughs> she'll get sad when animals or something die. Like like when Wufasa dies, that's just sad and tragic. So like what what, I, what I'll do with stuff. Um, also the Incredible Hulk because that that scared her for a little while. Is like we'll watch a lot. <laughs> we'll, we'll watch like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. So I'm like yeah, it's like that the Hulk isn't real. He's just this dude in a green suit, doesn't he look so silly and funny and stuff? So like, like we did that with the we did that with the Lion King. So just like no, no, the like the lion didn't get hurt. No one got hurt. They're not real. let's see how they made them. And like they do like so many ridiculous things. Like we're like they're like they like analyze the anatomy of the lions. And they're like, well, lions can't actually talk. So we actually had to change up the structure of their skull and all this other stuff to make it look like they were doing things and just totally like random stuff that like. It's real serious and like real like fascinating. Um and it's like, yeah, awesome credit, but it's just like it's so at the same time, it is so drab and boring because they're trying to make it so realistic. And it's just drab and boring. So what do you do?
1: I haven't watched any of them, so I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, I don't know, man. That's a pretty good trick with the kids. I'll uh, I'll remember that one should that ever happen to me. Which- do it less likely all the time <laughs> and on that note dear listener thank you so very much for joining us uh we won't be back next week really i'm going to Canada.
0: Canada? what's what's up there
1: mountains mooses mostly <laughs> don't don't alliteration pre-emptive, baby
0: preemptive don't hurt yourself slash don't die oh, god dude i just
1: <laughs> I'm such a feeble old fucking man i've hurt my thumb again yeah i, I just fucking got over my back and neck injuries fuck dude it sucks getting old man if,
0: if you snowboard 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 carefully
1: yeah ski yeah i know
0: have fun <sighs>
1: i will try and i will try not to die or worse live with injuries <clears throat> <laughs> all right man uh thanks again really
0: cool thank you as well
1: and until next time dear listener qq your world that's horrible Hey, dear listener, thank you so very much for joining us. Please always remember that any and all views expressed on the podcast are representative solely of the person expressing them, not of their friends and family, not of their co-hosts or co-workers, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Again, thank you for joining us, and thank you for respecting our individuality.
0: I just got bored. Everybody out.